Welcome to Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle, a branded podcast from Worthy. I'm Jennifer Butler, and I'm your host. Being a mom takes a lot of effort, time, and dedication. So much so that oftentimes us moms can get completely sucked in and lose ourselves in the process. Our commitment to our children can overshadow the other areas of our lives where we may hold dreams and aspirations. We may desire to do other things, but get stuck in the everyday demands of mothering. Our guest today, Shannon McGorry, is a women's empowerment coach who teaches moms how to harness their internal power so that they can be mothers and live out their dreams too. Many women face the internal struggle of wanting to prioritize their families, yet are feeling like they're capable of more. Through Shannon's expertise and coaching principles, Women learn to embody the concept, it's more than laundry and lunches. You absolutely can be a mom and live out your dreams too. Amen to that. Thank you so much for being with us here today, Shannon. Thank you so much for being with us here today, Shannon. I'm so happy to have this conversation with you today. Thanks for having me. It's a privilege to be here. Yeah, we are going to talk about a way that moms can have everything and live out their dreams. So I am like, I'm in love with this conversation. We haven't even started yet. So (laughs) I guess, you know, just start sharing with us a little bit about who you are and the work that you do so that our listeners can get to know you. Absolutely. So I'm a certified professional coach and I work with two segments of women. One is women who are navigating divorce. And the second group is women who are mothers who are really wondering what's next. Um, and I received my certification and I'm just really passionate about holding women accountable to their future. And I work with clients one-on-one who are in that space where they've entered a chapter of life that has them wondering, okay, what's next? Like there has to be a little bit something more for me. And in this segment of mothers, it's such an interesting concept and topic because I think there are so many women who have gone through this time in their life, but we don't really talk about it. Or we talk about it at the gym or we talk about it over coffee, but we don't actually get into the meat of the work to make the changes that would result in more fulfillment and kind of lighting up those lights that are inside each and every one of us Mm -hmm. to really live out our passions. And that's what I am just so excited that I'm able to do each and every day. You know, I think your both communities that you work with are going to speak really loudly to our listeners because we've got both, right? You know, Worthy really does have a community of women who are going through divorce or have gone through divorce. And that also leaves you in a space of sometimes having to figure out what's next and finding a way to do both. Absolutely. And it's, it's refusing to be defined by the divorce and intentionally creating your next chapter. And it's really hard work. It's difficult. And it's really great to have someone who's going to be your partner in that process and hold you accountable to what it is that you're thinking and feeling and how to take action on that. Yeah. There's so much power in that because, you know, there's a couple things like we don't know what we don't know, right? If we haven't walked the path, I think sometimes we're so hard on us, ourselves and we expect ourselves to know things, but how would we know unless we have somebody to guide us or show us the way? Absolutely. We can get in our own heads a little too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're talking about what's next and really that desire to 
you know, be something in addition to, right? Like wanting to be a good mom, wanting to prioritize your family, not saying that that's not important to you, but the and, right? And wanting to also fulfill your dreams. Absolutely. So let's start with, you know, what that's like, like internally, let's just have a conversation about what it feels like for women to be in that space and be having these desires. Absolutely. So it starts with that, that feeling inside this internal desire for something more, and it can be triggered by a new, a number of different things. For some women, it's divorce it, that creates this flip of a switch where their life is turned on its ear. For other women, it's maybe they've put their professional life on hold to raise kids. And all of a sudden their kids are on the school bus and they're alone for six hours a day and it triggers in them. Okay. What now? For some women, it's a geographic move. For others, it's an empty nest. But the point is, there can be various triggers that create this internal wondering, okay, what now? And it can be a struggle because we are so trained to care for others, right? We're so far down on the totem pole and we want to love and support our families and our kids and those, you know, friends that we have. And so we kind of put ourselves on the back burner and that can become a habit that takes hold in our life. And so we've got to peel back that onion and get back to who we are internally and what that fire is like. And don't deny that internal questioning or wondering, is there something else for me? Is there something more? And really recognizing that is the first step. Like, hmm, I kind of have this calling that there's something else I'm meant to be doing right now. Yeah. And then once we have that and we recognize it, that's all we need. And then we just kind of start from there and we're off to the races. I imagine it like triggers some stuff, right? Like, like you said, you know, we're, we're, especially as women, especially as mothers supposed to be quote unquote, self-sacrificing, put everybody before ourselves. You know, I hear from so many women, well, almost like it's bad to be selfish, right? Like it's bad to ever even make that statement that, you know, you're going to put yourself first. So is there like guilt that women have to work through and, you know, shame and like these sort of negative feelings that might arise? Absolutely. And I have to train my clients that self-care, although that's like a buzzword and it's kind of losing its luster, Um, but it's not selfish. To put yourself first is not selfish. Only when we really are fulfilled and happy and at peace and living out our gifts and talents, are we able to be in service to those that we love and care about. So yes, there is resentment that comes up. There's anger that comes up. There's guilt that comes up. Um, and a lot of it is because, you know, when you go through a divorce or when you go through putting yourself on the back burner for your family, sometimes it erodes our confidence. And sometimes we give away our power intentionally or unintentionally. We do it in service to a partnership or we do it in service to our kids or we do it in service to our families. But slowly over time, it kind of leaks our power out from us. Mm -hmm. And so then we start to question ourselves. Maybe our confidence takes a little bit of a hit and we don't think, well, I'm not worthy of that or I shouldn't invest in myself or I shouldn't dedicate time to caring for me when I have all these other things that need to get done. But let me tell you, please, and tell our listeners that the most critical thing we can do is to intentionally prioritize ourselves. 
I absolutely agree. I know when I, you know, that's the switch kind of flip for me. I remember feeling that resentment that you're talking about and that anger, but directed at myself because I mm. felt like I had made a mistake in letting that side of me go and it was too late. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I was too old. I had missed my opportunities. I, all of that, that story, which really is so untrue. But that's what I remember coming up for me. Yeah. And what comes up for me when you're saying that is the issue of playing small. Yeah. And so it's one of my favorite quotes that hangs in my kitchen. It says, playing small and staying safe is not, there's no passion in that. Yeah. And it's true. And when we protect ourselves, like we give ourselves the reasons why we can't or why we shouldn't. And we're really self-protecting. And playing small and staying safe when really there is so much more that we're capable of and meant to do. Yeah, we really, really are. And I, you know, I list, I'm just soaking in the way you speak because I hear the passion, right? Like I just hear, and it's not just the passion, it's the knowing, right? It's yeah. like, you're not saying something here that you believe, like I can feel the knowing and it's just awesome to listen to you. So I just, (laughs) I just wanted to highlight that. Thank you. Yeah. So, but, um, just kind of staying on this piece of it, you know, going through that, that internal struggle, there's also some like external stuff, you know, like stereotypes, right? Like that, that still exists crazy enough, but still exist around what moms and women are supposed to be doing. Absolutely. So you're right. There's the internal battle. That's where we need to start and overcome that first. And then once we strengthen that confidence muscle that's there, but maybe got a little bit lazy over time, mm-hmm. once we strengthen that confidence and we're feeling our self-worth, then we're able to fight the external battles. You're right. Because it is, well, moms are just supposed to do it all and catch it all, especially now when everyone has like a thousand things to do after school yeah. and we're just seen as like, we can have it all. We can prioritize everything. But the fact of the matter is everything doesn't fall into the urgent and prioritized category. Like it's just, everything can't fit into that quadrant. And we have to swim against the norm and be able to say no and be able to prioritize. And that's okay. We have to let some stuff go and we have to exercise our kids' independence and be able to say, yeah, I'm a single mom and this is how I run my ship. Or yes, my kids are doing X, Y, Z for themselves because I'm meant to do this as well as be their mom. And so I don't feel like we have to choose either being a rock star mom or having our own gifts and talents and our own space in the world. Now that's not to say that we can have it all. Cause I don't think we can, there's always a trade-off, mm-hmm. but when we intentionally choose that, Jennifer, it becomes a choice rather than feeling like we're backed into a corner and it's a victim of circumstance. No, I'm intentionally choosing to do X, Y, Z. And I feel good about it. There's a, there's a quote and I have no idea who said it, but it has stuck in my head from the moment I heard it, which is you can have anything you want, but you can't have everything. There's always right. a trade-off, right? And so yeah. it's prior, like you said, prioritizing and consciously choosing. I think Absolutely. that is the game changer when you're in conscious choice. And stop worrying about what everyone else thinks. Cause honestly, we're all pretty selfish. And so we're really focused on ourselves right. So <laughs> to think that everyone else is saying, well, she's doing it this way. Or what about that? Mm, let's turn that, the volume on that knob down quite a bit and really harness our internal power and focus on that. 
Yeah. And it's like, there is no right or wrong way when you really think about it. It's like, what's right for you, right? Because what's right for you is not right for, you know, the 20 people around you. So really listening to that internal dialogue and, and that guidance. Yeah, that's beautiful. So when a woman kind of comes to you, right? So, you know, she kind of is in this space and she comes to you and she's like, what's next? You know, Mm -hmm. what do I do? What do you say? Yeah, absolutely. So you're going to hear me say this probably time and again, but there's some foundational pillars of my practice that we use to harness that internal control. So like with my divorce clients, I say, we all get to the other side of divorce. We all get through the process. It's a matter of how we show up for it, though, that makes all the difference. And I use that with my um, empowering mother's clients as well, because it's how we do our daily life that makes all the difference. And so for the divorce clients, we all get to the other side, but it could take five years. It could take five months, but it's the work that we're doing through the process that makes the difference. And so we're harnessing that internal power versus worrying about all those external circumstances. Mm -hmm. So when we get in touch, one of the main things that we do is getting in touch with our values. What are the top five things that you value in life? And there's no judgment associated with it. For some, it's financial security. For some, it's faith. For some, it's family. For some, it's physical health and well-being. Whatever that is, we're going to identify your values and we're going to put intentional action in place through habits that have you living those values out every single day. I love that. It's like you're living into where you're going, the other side, right? You're like how you said before, you're going to get to the other side. It's just, how are you going to get there? And the way that you're setting people up is to live into that other side. Absolutely. Living into that possibility. Right. Because I read something the other day and it was like, oh my God, this is it in a nutshell. The two problems that we encounter in life are, are, or the problems we encounter in life are a result of two things. One, it's because we act without thinking or two, we're thinking without acting. (laughs) I love that. So the acting without thinking, we're just going through the motions of our life. We're folding the laundry. We're getting the kids on the bus. We're making the lunches and we grocery shop and we go to yoga and we come home and we're just numb. We're just doing it because it's what we've done. That's the status quo. And that's where we get stuck. Same with divorce. We're, We're now a divorced woman, right? Absolutely not. Let's not be defined by that label. And the process may be really difficult and it may be really hard, but we're not staying stuck in that habit of status quo. This is a process that we are going to tackle and get through and move through, but there is an other side to this. Yeah. And so when we're acting without thinking, we're just going through it and getting stuck. And when we're thinking without acting, we're daydreaming We're oh, someday. And I always wanted to be, Mm -hmm. but we're not acting upon it. And so what, how do we balance those two things? How are we thinking about what we want, but then also putting daily habits in place that have us moving forward? Really powerful. So your work is really taking what you're saying and basing it on certain principles, right? Absolutely. So what are the principles that you use with your clients to really guide them through the internal struggle really on both sides? Because I think the principles are the same for you. Absolutely, they are. And like we said, whatever trigger that is, it it tackles or attacks our confidence and our self-worth. So the work that we do, it doesn't matter what the trigger is. It's Mm -hmm. really about focusing on you. And we're doing that by 
prioritizing your values. So prioritization is a huge one because we all have a thousand things to do. Right. And it's like, okay, we'll just do the stuff that's easy and get it off the to-do list. Mm. But is that really what you value in life? Do you value clean laundry that's folded every single day, every minute, or is there something bigger for you? Is there a bigger value there that's being denied? That's awesome. You know, that's honestly the first time I've heard using your values in that way to really plan your day and really look at what are you doing and what are you spending your time on? Correct. The prioritization comes to values and schedule. So we, we get, we get in touch with her values and then we're looking at her schedule. And when I say we're looking at her schedule, we're looking at the nitty gritty. What is your day? Like, what are we looking at Monday through Friday? What are your responsibilities that we have to block off? And what is your available time and what are we doing with it? Because there's no shame in Instagram or Facebook or any sort of social media or yoga class or whatever it is you want to do. But we're going to schedule that because that is taking up time and it's taking time away from something else that could potentially be moving your life forward. Mm -hmm. So let's just get real about that. So the prioritization, we're looking at values and we're looking at your schedule. Another foundational pillar of my practice is clarity, getting real clear on your intentional actions. What are the habits that we're putting in place for you that are going to support those values and fit into your schedule? And then lastly is accountability. And in order to achieve these results, we've got to have a time frame. We've got to have a plan of action. And there's going to be things that need to get done in order to move your life forward. And I do it with tough love. I mean, I've been through the process myself by um, going through a divorce and by recreating what I want my future to be. So I get it. Those moments are tough and the work yeah. isn't easy, but it is so worth it. And I love to shine that light of possibility for other women. Yeah. And those moments are tough. And when we're honest about it, we really do need a kick in the ass sometimes to just get ourselves moving. And Absolutely. that's a conscious choice, you know, enlisting people who can, you know, push you forward and get you out of that stuck space when you need it. Absolutely. I said to a client the other day, she said, I don't know what to do. I said, okay, well, I'm very sure because I know you well, you do not want to be having this conversation with me in six months yeah. or in three months or in six weeks, actually. Yeah. So unless you do something and we make this change in your life, you're probably going to be in the same space emotionally, physically, intellectually. So that accountability piece is, is a very foundational aspect of my practice. And it's a core piece. I mean, because I think that once you really become accountable and stand in that, you really start to see what you said before, that you can harness your own internal power to do whatever you want. But it's like, it's like owning your stuff. If I'm not doing something today, well, that's on me, right? If if I'm having this conversation again in six weeks, that's on me. Yep. Absolutely. Huge. Yeah. I know a lot of times I'm like, there's a piece when I'm working with clients, there's a piece of this that is just like, look, just do it, right? Right. Just do it. (laughs) You just have to do it. It's actually very simple, but it can be so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I think too, It's scary, right? Like a lot of what we have to do in these moments of our life are walk into the unknown, right? We have to just take these big steps to into a a space or a direction that we have no idea that, you know, we can't see in front of us. And so it's really, it takes courage and, you know, it, it, it does take some 
you know, desire to move yourself forward. But at the end of the day, you just got to do it. Yeah. And there's so much fear there, you know, because it is unknown, but when we can shine light on that fear, it dissipates it. And I think for, you know, women who have gone through divorce or, um, a difficult life event like that, we don't want to be wrong again. Yeah. We don't want to feel like we're making another mistake or doing something that's going to hurt someone or have ramifications. So that has us self-protecting again and playing small. Um, and so it is difficult work, but is absolutely worth it. You know, as we're speaking, and you mentioned the fear, one of, you know, science is kind of showing with feelings, right? When we're able to like specifically name our feelings, just the naming of it yes, lessens the intensity, right? So yes. when you're working with fears, do you find that too? Like if, if you can get your clients really clear on the specific fear? Yes, absolutely. I'm sure my clients would tell you that they are, you know, of one thing, they do find that I ask a ton of questions because we have to get so specific, like to say, you know, with any type of feeling to say, I'm angry. Okay. Well, are you resentful or are you really enraged? Right. You know, which one is it? Because the more specific we can get, because really fear breaks down into a couple of things. It's fear of the unknown. It's fear of the process and it's fear of the law of what you're losing. Mm. Will I be strong enough to handle this process? Or is this going to break me? The fear of the unknown is what I have right now safer or more enjoyable than what could be around the corner. And the fear of the loss. If I try something else, what am I losing out on? So we have to get specific. Which, which of those categories is your feeling of fear falling into? Because then we can address that. Yeah. I love that. I love the breaking down of the fear because it feels very different, right? Like if you're in a space of being afraid of the unknown, let's say that's going to manifest and feel very different in your body, show up very different in your life than, you know, the fear of what you're going to lose. Absolutely. And so if it's in the, if it's the unknown, okay, then what about it? Can we make known? Mm -hmm. And the biggest player in that game is you. Yeah. And look at everything up to this point that you've been able to handle and navigate. And at that point, it was unknown to you. So what gives you any pause to think you will not be able to successfully navigate whatever it is that's next? So powerful. Wow. I love this. I love this. I love this. So what are three life strategies that you can offer to women who want to get intentional about creating their lives? When I decided to sell my jewelry after my divorce, the most important thing to me was finding a company that I could trust and one that would also advocate for me. I found this and so much more at Worthy. Their expert staff immediately put me at ease and helped me to get the best price possible for my jewelry. Your engagement ring can be a symbol of your freedom, your journey, and the choices you have made to live your life on your terms and create the future you desire. Let us help you get the best deal possible for the jewelry you've outgrown. Go to worthy.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Yeah, so I think we need to look at our life in this holistic view. And we're almost going to rate each category of our life and how we're going to manage, how happy we are, how fulfilled we are, and where we're desiring more. So is it in our social arena? Is it spiritually? Is it emotionally our depth? Is it physically our well-being and our health? 
Is it our intellectual or professional capabilities? Is it our family? So we're going to rate all of those and look at those like, okay, where are we feeling really great? And where do we desire more? Mm. And then not to repeat myself, but we're going back to those values and the schedule and the intentional action. Because the areas that we're rating low, when we're feeling dissatisfied or even like any of those quote unquote negative emotions, anger, resentment, guilt, any of that, it's because one of our values is dishonored. So where those areas in life are low for us, it's because our value is not being actively lived out. So how do we change that? How can we raise that intentionality of that area of life? What can we do? I really, I think that use of values in this way is, is life-changing. Yeah. Wow. And what I love is it's, it's each roadmap is so individual mm-hmm. for each person and it really draws upon her strengths. I can't tell her, I can tell her what worked for me. I can give her the strategies to use, but I want her to bring herself to the table because in that process, she's exercising her confidence and her self-worth and her own strength. And she's choosing and making the decisions and putting the actions in place, which is the process that strengthens her to the other side. So if our listeners were going to try to do this, let's say, you know, because you're giving so much information. And, and I imagine that there are going to be some people who are going to kind of break these categories down and really look at their lives socially and spiritually and their family. Just kind of like, what could they do at home to just sort of get an idea of where they're at? Absolutely. So, I mean, it can be simple as like rating yourself on a scale from one to 10, write down the categories. And on a scale of one to 10, how are you feeling? Are you feeling fulfilled? Are you feeling satisfied or are you desiring more? So one into two is you're desiring more, a lot more actually. And so then you can actually see it. If you just map it out on paper, you can see the high numbers and the low numbers and where that dissatisfaction is playing in. And those are the categories that you want to give some real thought to and explore. Why is it that like that? Has it always been like that? Or was there a time in your life, you know, during college to say, or in your twenties or your early, you know, professional years where you were really lit up Mm. and then where did that change occur and why? Let's go back to that moment. Powerful. I love that tracking back so that you can move forward in a, in a conscious way. Right. So, okay. So when a woman sort of, you know, embraces this, right. Decides that, that there is a what's next, right. And, and, and whatever, is desired is possible. There is a be a great mom and possibility. What are some of the bigger challenges that they might face though, as they walk that path? Sure. I think that, you know, externally it will be time. It will be adjustments in communication. And I think that communication is a foundational piece to making this successful. Mm. We need to make it known to our kids, our spouse, our loved ones. Hey, this is really important to me. This is what I'm going to be doing. And these are, this is kind of the ripple effect it's going to have on our family or in our situation. And here's how we're all going to step in and help make this happen. Because we don't, what we don't want to do is take the weight of the world on and think, okay, I'm going to be this level of a mom still, Mm. but I'm going to do also this whole other thing over here for me and expect that there's going to be no outcome. There will be, absolutely there will be. But I know from my work that when we are fulfilled inside, we're actually better 
people for those that we love and care about. And they're actually happy for us to have something of our own and to be able to give back out to the world. So I think one of those things is communication. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the time and the schedule will change and we have to embrace that there's going to be some sacrifice. But again, when we're intentionally choosing that versus feeling like we're a victim of circumstance, like, Oh, now I have to get up at five to get my run in. Well, no, I'm getting up at five to get my run in because that makes me feel alive for the day. And the endorphins, you know, jumpstart my day, like no cup of coffee ever could. Yeah. And I'm doing that at five so that I can get the kids on the bus and then do X, Y, Z, whatever it is that I want. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a morning person, that's not a great example. But my point is you're intentionally creating the time to do the things that are important to you. And I think the internal stuff that comes up is that guilt again, Mm -hmm. is that feeling of, I don't want to disappoint anybody. But what we have to get comfortable with is shifting that because ultimately if we've been disappointing ourselves by not honing in on that feeling of there's something more for me, we don't want to get stuck in that space. Yeah. And so that circles back to the communication. Hey, I don't want to disappoint my family. So I'm going to put this all up out front and we're going to work this out. And I think being real and being okay with, okay, you may have to do more of this so that I can do a little of that. Or if it's just ourselves that we're managing, okay, this is going to fall on the back burner for a little bit because I've got to focus some energy over here. But again, it's an intentional choice. Yeah. Yeah. And you're setting yourself up to succeed and you're setting the people who love you up for being able to be there for you and support you. Right. And, and letting them know the world doesn't revolve around them. Like I matter too, because that helps with those feelings of resentment or anger of feeling like, Oh, I don't matter. I'm just of service to to my family. Mm -hmm. Nope. We all own a piece of this process and of this life. And that can be actually an incredible service to them to have them be more independent, to have them value, you know, the other gifts and talents that you have that you're activating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. I mean, we are, our children are eventually going to be adults, right? And right. hopefully self-sufficient, responsible, accountable, you know, successful adults. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you've gone through this in your own life, right? Your own transformation, your own growth. What would you say the biggest lesson is that you've learned? Wow. What a great question. Um, there's two things that pop up in my head. One is to not be so serious. Um, I am very type A, everything is well thought out and I consider all the people that, you know, that are all the players involved and probably walked out five steps ahead of where my feet are actually standing. (laughs) Um, and so I have to keep my head where my feet are Mm. and I have to add a little bit of humor and lightness intentionally because I, I can tend to be very serious. And I think the other thing that comes to my head for sure is to be intentional. I've learned that words matter. I've learned that our choices you know, create our future. And we can't just wait for someone else to make the choice or the decision and then go along with it. We have the opportunity to intentionally create a life that we love. And it's amazing when you tap into that power and it's simple stuff, but it's really powerful, Jennifer. Yeah. You know, it's funny. The simple stuff is (laughs) really the most powerful stuff when you kind of think about it, right? Not easy, but simple. Right. Exactly. 
Yeah. So I, I would say those are the two things that, you know, we don't have to be so serious and we've got to learn to laugh at ourselves and the other pieces to be very intentional. If that's what we desire, that's a goal then how are we going to get there? Yeah. Things don't happen just by sitting around and thinking about them. We have to take intentional action in support of that. That is the perfect place to end on that note. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. And yeah, I mean, you know, I always say courageous action, right? It's just mm-hmm. keep moving forward. So where can our listeners follow up with you after today? Sure. So my website is love strengthandgrace.com. And on there, you'll see, um, a couple tabs at the top of the divisions of people that I work with. So there's free resources on there. Um, if they go to the empowering life coaching for mothers page, they can actually download a free resource, Mm. which is, um, five steps to figuring out what's next. So for the mom who wonders what's next, she can go on there, put in her name and email and, and a workbook will be emailed to her. It's a kind of like a personal update. where she can check in with herself on various different areas of life and start to take action and move herself forward to what she, towards what she desires. Um, I also have a segment for my divorce coaching clients where they can, um, receive a free resource, three steps to reclaiming your power after divorce, again, put in their name and email, and then they'll get emailed that free resource about steps to take to kind of refuse to be defined by divorce and to create their own next chapter. Awesome. Those sound really powerful. So thank you. Thank you for your time today, your wisdom, your passion. I mean, gosh, I, you know, just, it's always so inspiring to talk to somebody who really truly embodies the, the work and what they are teaching the world. So thank you for that. Oh, thanks so much, Jennifer. It's been a pleasure being here. Make sure you subscribe so you can catch every new episode of Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle in your weekly feed. If you like what you hear, rate and review us to help other women like you find us. This podcast is for you, so email us at podcastworthy.com with any questions or ideas that you may have. We look forward to hearing from you.